So we're, we're, we're in the black community, we got so much going on. We got so much stress, people killing, shooting, fighting, men and women, evil, just evil, people evil today. And don't want to just yield to God, but just want to be evil. But the Bible tells us to the Christian in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, the, 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 the writer Paul is talking to the church. He's talking to us. He's talking to me. He's talking to you. He says, thanks, giving God thanks, giving, praising God for all things. The Bible says in all, in all things, give thanks. He said, thanks be unto God, which giveth us the victory. Through who? Christ Jesus. Now, now, now I, I want to talk about five things, uh, but be, before I do that, I want, I want to make this statement because when we think about victory, we're thinking about I won. Come on, saints. We all like to walk around with our chest out saying, I won this battle. Man, man, I, you can't beat me. My team is a Green Bay Packers. Man, awesome quarterback. Some people, I saw a guy with the Dallas Cowboys. I saw another pastor he had on his door yesterday. I think it was the Eagles, you know, Philadelphia Eagles. And so there's so many teams. And in football, the greatest hype uh, in football, NFL football, is to win the NFL trophy, the NFL final, uh, final game. The Super Bowl. I won the Super Bowl. And my team, the Green Bay Packers, I believe they won the first two, or I know they did the first one. I think the first two Super Bowls. I stand corrected. I know they won the first one. And I think the second one, they went to the Super Bowl, um, but I'm not sure if they won the second. I'm not sure if they won this, but I went to the Super Bowl. But, but years after, guess what? They didn't win the Super Bowl. They were still in the race to win that Super Bowl, mm -hmm. but after the first two years, it went to other teams. Mm -hmm. Years down the road, 20, 30, 40 years down the road, mm -hmm. okay, we won another Super Bowl, but they didn't win every Super Bowl. And the ministry in the kingdom of God, let me say it that way, the saints of God, we're always in a fight. Mm. We're always in a fight. Sometimes we're in a dog fight. Spiritual warfare. I mean, fighting. We're in a fight to win this thing. And sometimes we get poked in the eye. Because, see, the devil, listen, understand this the devil is not going to play nice. He don't go by the rules. Okay, the rules is on this thing says uh, no kicking, no fighting, no this and that. He says, forget that. <laughs> I ain't going by no rule. He ain't gonna play. He he gonna kick you. He gonna bite you. He gonna fight you. He gonna headlock you. He gonna everything he can do to hit you, claw you, bite you, spit on you. I'm not, Jesus. That's the way he Jesus. fights. Jesus, Jesus. But the reality of the fight is that we already we already won the battle. We already won the battle. Mm. The war is over. Get this, the war is over, guess what? But the battle continues. Look at what's going on over the Middle East. The United States went in one country and they settled down and it looked like everything has ceased and they backed out, they out now. But they're still fighting. The Vietnam War ended 
But guess what? Within a few years, if you went over there, you could still got shot and killed, being in the wrong place at the wrong time. So even though the war may have been over, but the battle continues. And I say this as I minister this word, we are all in this battle. The war is over because the Bible says, it says, thanks be unto God who giveth us the victory. First John 5, 4 says, for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. I don't know who I'm talking to today. But this is a victory, the Bible says, that overcometh the world, even what? Our faith. We're in a battle. And the battle isn't over. The battle continues. We're in a continual battle all the time as saints of God. But the question is, I want to present to you, and I want five things I want to cover, cover this. Elijah, if you can put up the notes. I like to share my notes with you because sometimes in ministry, um, uh, you don't have opportunity to get the notes. So I want to share my notes with you. So Elisha, if you can uh, share the notes and at the point where it says, how is the victory obtained? This, uh, yes, and slide it up a little bit. How is this victory obtained? Because see, listen, I don't want to be long with you. We always talk about, I got the victory. I got the victory. Hallelujah. I got the victory. Hallelujah. Boom, 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 boom. We got the victory. Hallelujah. Boom, 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 boom. We got the victory. Hallelujah. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall bow. That he is Lord. And he is Lord. Then Monday comes. I got to go to court, man. And you can't hear that song. The furthest thing from your mind. All you hear on Sunday night is thinking about what the judge is going to say. I got this bill. Man, they're going to come and get my car. And you just sang I got the victory a couple of hours ago. But then you can't hear that song now because of the loudness of the fear that has gripped your heart, mind, soul, and spirit. So how is this victory obtained? We must first, first of all, before we go to uh, the five points, we must understand from John 8, 44, uh, that, that Satan is a deceiver. <laughs> we talk about a scammer. You're talking about a spammer. You're talking about a thief. You're talking about a liar. That's who Satan is. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, John 8, verse 44, it says what? It says, ye are, ye are of, listen what Jesus was saying to those, I think the scribes and the Pharisees. It says, ye are of your father, the devil, and the lust of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth. There's no truth in the devil because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own. For he is a liar and the father of lies. You don't say we got the victory. You don't say uh, 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 you reign, God. My worship. Oh, magnify the Lord. We need thee every hour. But here the devil come whisper in your ear. He turn, he, see, he turns a volume up. He turns it up so loud that you can't hear God. Come on, I'm just being real with somebody. 
I'm not acting like I, I've been there, done that. He turned it up so loud, you can't hear God. But we need to keep in the front lips of our mind, in the front of our spirit, the fact that we have the victory. First uh, uh, Corinthians uh, 15, uh, 57, it says, thanks be unto God, which what? Who what? Who giveth us the what? Who, who, who giveth us the victory through Christ Jesus. He gave us the victory. But Satan comes to steal that thought, kill that thought, and destroy that thought in your mind. And so how do we know, how is this victory obtained? Number one, it's obtained through Jesus Christ. Through the redemptive work of the cross at Calvary. That's how it's done. It ain't done through me. It ain't done through the bishop, the pastor, the anointing, laying out of hands. No, it's done through the redemptive work of Christ on the cross of Calvary. Mm -hmm. Bible says without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. Uh, Colossians 1, 13 through 14 it says, who have delivered us from the power of darkness mm. and have translated us into the kingdom. Once he delivered us, he's translated us now into the kingdom of his dear son. When you come to Jesus Christ, you're taken out from this world uh, of, of the devil. Mm. You're not under his control anymore. Mm. Now you're under the control of the almighty God. Mm. You're under the control of who Jesus is. So God has delivered us. The redemptive work has delivered us from the power of darkness mm. and has translated us into what? The kingdom of what? Dear his dear son. We're no longer under the influence, under the power, under the snares of the enemy. We're no longer under, under the control, come on, uh, of the enemy. But yet he comes to take our mind, take our thoughts. But in Colossians 1.14 says, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sin. So the victory has been obtained, number one. How do we obtain that victory in Christ Jesus? We obtain it first through the blood of Jesus Christ. Because without the shedding of blood, you can say all you want. You can go to church all you want. You can be religious all you want. But if you don't believe in the atone, uh, the redemptive blood, the sacrifice that Jesus made on Calvary, you're lost. Mm -hmm. You're lost. And so for number one, we need to understand that the, that the power of victory, we have victory through, number one, the redemptive work of Christ. Number two, we have victory through what? The knowledge of God's word and promise. The knowledge. As a deceiver, as Satan comes, what does he do? Listen, let's make this real. A spammer comes, and, and recently I, I, I've gotten them. I know a lot of other people have gotten them. You get emails. You get text messages. You get messages through Messenger. And people say, oh, hi, um, uh, uh, I'm in jail, and I need $1,000. This is so-and-so. And they know how to forge a name so it looked like it's coming from so-and-so. It looked like it's coming from Mary Pocketbook. But Mary Pocketbook, that's not her. And Brother Big Head is over there. Guess what he's doing? He's changing the name. He's making it look like he's Mary Pocketbook, but he's really Mr. Big Head. He's a liar. He's a schemer. So he's changing the name to fool you. That's who's taking this, the scammer. And the message come through, could you please send me some money right now? I'm in jail. I'm down in Texas. Now, I just saw you an hour ago. How do you get to Texas that quick? That's Mr. Big Head, the liar, the scammer. 
We get them all the time. That's what Satan does. Spam messages. He's a thief. He's a liar. But Jesus says, I come to deliver you. Come to expose the enemy. And number two, uh, it says, through the knowledge of God's word and promise. Mm. See, if we, don't have the, if we don't have the knowledge of God's word, we're lost. Mm. You've got to have a knowledge of God's word. You have to. Pastor Angel said, you have to. Stop depending on me. Stop depending on the pastor. I got to get to a pastor. I got to get to a bishop. You just fell out. You just hit your head. And you don't even, come on. You, you can't get nowhere. You're in a hospital. You're in an emergency ward. There's no phone number. You know his name, but you can't, you can't hear her name, but you can't, you don't know that phone number. And you got a tube down your throat. So you can't say, oh, my name. No, you, you better know God for yourself. See, as saints, let me just say this. We get lazy. Let's be for real. I'm the same way. I'm pointing fingers at nobody. I know. We get lazy and don't want to read our word. And study our word. But if you don't have a knowledge of God's word and promises, guess what? We end up losing money, losing time, losing sleep, doing things that is out of the will and purposes of God. Think about it. My phone just cracked. My cell phone cracked the other week. And I'm saying to myself, I got to get this phone quick, uh, uh, fixed, repaired quickly. But guess what happened? I went to the store and they charged me over $200 to get it repaired. I said, no problem. Let's get it done. Cause I can't, I gotta get this. Y'all, you all know, I gotta get this phone fixed quickly. Cause I, I, my, 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 um, pigeon, uh, business, uh, for sending messages went out of business. So I can't send you messages through my pigeon or my, uh, what's the phone line sending through, uh, um, you have phone lines and you should send messages. I, I can't send you, I can't do that. Telegraph. I, my telegraph and pigeon business went out. So I, I can't, I can't send, so I need my cell phone. <laughs> so I went to the store, got my cell phone fixed. They charged me 200, came out to 60 something dollars. I said, man, it came to my mind afterwards. I said, wait a minute. One of I got a credit card. I looked it up. I've been paying for the last two years this fee that if anything happened to my phone, it could be a fix. Wait a minute. Let me call them and see. Make a long story short. Call them and see. Say, oh, yeah, we do have that. Did you get it repaired? Okay, what we'll do, we'll reimburse you 100 and so. I said, you will? I said, thank God I remember. Sent me a check, deposit that check. Thank you, Jesus. But if I didn't know, that's money lost for the last two years. That was promised to me. It was in the contract. If anything happened, scratch, broke, whatever, we'll repair. What's in God's contract? What did he say? God promised that he would never, what, leave us? Nor for us, he said. Through the see, we have victory through the knowledge. If you don't know that, we destroy it for the lack of knowledge. You got to know about the redemptive work, number one. You got to know of, and have a knowledge of God's word and what He has promised, not just His word, but what He has promised to you. He promises, yes, to to Sally, to Sally Smith, and and to and, and to brother, uh, 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 
brother uh, Jose or whoever, but what did he promise to you? What he promised to them, he promised to me because he is no what? Respect the persons. Oh, he's white, so he should get it. No. Oh, he's Jewish. So he, no. He's black. No. He's rich. No. It's one he's done for one. He's done for everybody. And so through the knowledge, the Bible says in 2 Peter 3.18, but grow. Grow. Say that with me. I don't need to hear you say it. Say that. Say that. Grow. Grow. Grow means what? A process. Mm -hmm. Maturity. Mm -hmm. A period of time. Grow. Season. Plants. Children. Families. Animals. Grow. But grow in what? Grace. See, growing in grace means that you're not dependent on yourself. Mm -hmm. Grace is an unmerited uh, favor of God. That means grace means that you, you didn't obtain this on your own. You obtained it through Jesus Christ. You, open up you obtained it through Jesus Christ. That's what grow means. When you grow, uh, you, you, yeah, just close that a little bit. Yeah, right. You have to open it like this underneath. When you grow, I'm just trying to get some air in here, excuse me. When you grow, you're in the process of the grace of God. See, some people, listen, some people in the church, in the kingdom of God, they're growing, but guess what? You're unslapped on that. Uh, some people are growing. They think they're growing, but because they go to church or because they hear this message, they're not growing like that. That's like me going to the supermarket. Every time I go to the supermarket, I'm growing. No. If I eat it, if I cook it and eat it, fruit, I love fruit. Guess what? I will begin to grow. Go in the supermarket, putting it in bags and putting it in your car. That ain't going to do nothing. But get it spoiled, rotten, you got to throw it out. Grow in the grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Grow in grace. Some of us, we're not growing in grace. Come on. And I've been there before. We're growing in disgrace. Know why? Because we're not eating the right things. Come on. What are you eating? I'm growing in the Lord. I've been saved 10, 20 years. But guess what? You're spiritually not growing. Because you're not eating the right things. I can go to the store and, and get, oof. Never go to shopping when you're hungry. They said never. Because you get every bag of potato chips, onions, uh, and, and forget all that. You, you start eating it in the aisle. You start eating it in the shopping cart. By the time you got home, I don't, I'm not hungry anymore. I don't even feel like cooking now. Because you're not eating bread and cookies and, oh, man, cakes. Oh. You don't drink all kinds of sodas. You're eating the wrong things. What are you eating? Well, I listen to this preacher and listen to that preacher and that preacher says this and that preacher says this and I listen to everybody I can listen to because right? that, that's just the way it is. I, I keep listening to everybody, everybody. Guess what? Bad diet. Don't eat at everyone's table. Come on, church. You can't eat at everybody's table. You can't go there. Oh, I'm going to eat over here. Well, after Bishop Dixon finished preaching, I don't feel like hearing I'm going to listen to this and then I'm going to listen to that and then I'm going to listen to that. And guess what? You are spiritually sick and you don't know what you have eaten all day. Because now you're gurgitating. Because you ate from the wrong table. Come on. Our mother used to always tell us that. Stop eating from the wrong table. 
eat from home. And so uh, through the knowledge of God's word, we grow. But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to whom be glory both now and forever. Amen. Second Peter 1.3 says, according as his divine power have given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, what through the knowledge of him that have called us to glory. Move it back down a little bit. Um, a little, yeah, leave it right there. Um, uh, uh, according as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life. God has given us all things. We're talking about growing in the knowledge of God that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him, through Jesus Christ that have called us to glory and virtue. Don't let that go over your head. God has given us in his word everything that pertains to life. Everything that pertains to life. Through his word. Well, I got to go to court. He's given us in his word what to do. Well, I'm going to marry this person. He's given us instructions through his word. Well, I got to get a job. He's given us instructions through his word. Well, my children are acting up. He's given us instructions through his word. Well, I don't know. Somebody lied on me and somebody did this. And he's given us instructions through his word. Well, I, I got to take this test. Well, I got to go to school. Well, I got to get a job. Well, I want to make an investment. Well, I, I want to do this. And I want to do that. And God has given us instructions through his word. But if you're not reading the word, you don't know what the instructions say. Reading, applying, and living, Pastor Anthony says. That word. And so, number one, real victory comes through what? Knowing the redemptive work that Jesus paid on Calvary. Number two, through the knowledge of God's word and what he promised. And then number three, by our testimonies. Our testimonies. Our testimonies uh, attest to who we are what we have done, and what we have seen. That's what our testimonies is. If I was to ask you to go to court and, and the judge subpoena you, and the judge says, look, uh, brother Two Shoes, I want you to come, you're, you're subpoenaed to come to court. Huh? And so the pocketbook, you got to come too. And when you get to court, I'll tell you what to say. Uh, I'll ask you the, the questions that are needed to be asked. Get to court. They said, we, we want you to, we subpoenaed you to come to court because we want to know what was, uh, uh, what was ministered on Sunday in church with, with Bishop Dixon. Well, well, I, uh, I was there and um, I heard him preaching about the victory in Christ and I heard him preaching about this and that. And 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 George says, okay, all right, you can sit down now. Great. Um, uh, Sister Pocketbook, I got your testimony. Thank you. And then and then Brother Two Shoes get up and he says, Well, I really don't know what he talked about because um I was over, I was sleeping. I really went to sleep that day. And uh, I think he talked about, you know, buying some shoes or buying some. George says, shut up. That ain't what he talked about. Now, some judges are like that. <laughs> he said, well, uh, no, I ain't going to say no days. I ain't going to say no days. But some, some judges will tell you to be quiet. And they know you're lying. They know you're lying. Mm -hmm. Testimony is what you've seen, what you heard, what you witnessed. And what, listen, 
Very important. And what you live. Ah. By your testimony, will will we'll, we'll attest to if you got the victory or not. Revelations 12, 11. Listen to what scripture says. And they overcame the saints of God, the believers in God. Apostle uh, John saw this in heaven about the saints. He says, the saints of God overcame uh, him, Satan, the devil, the deceiver, the scammer, the liar, by the blood, the redemptive work of the lamb, what Jesus did on Calvary. And by the word of their testimony. And they love, listen, let me stop right there. By the word of their testimony, what they said. See? When you testify, the judge is standing there to see if it's truth or not. Come on. By the word of their testimony. See, they're going to stand before God, and the word of their testimony is going to be one or the other. Either they live for God or they didn't. The book is going to, I'm going to talk about that, I think, next this next Wednesday. The books are going to be open. I think that's the 20th. Yeah. October the 20th, 2021. 20, the books are going to be open. Did you obey? Did you walk in, in love? Did you walk in forgiveness? Is your name there? Okay, you, you go to the left side. You don't want to go to the left side. You don't want to go over there because all the, oh, Oh, that's what all the people was over on my left. I want to go over there. It's packed over there. Oh, I'm, I'm with everybody else. No. You see, we're, we're, in a, we're in a society again. The status quo. I want to be what they're doing. I want to go where they go. Because everybody's doing it. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Because everybody's doing it. Don't go on that left side. It's going to be packed. It's going to be jammed on that left side. When God opened that book, he's going to say, those who are right, go on my right side. Those who are not, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. You go on the left side. You don't want to be on that side. He's going to say, I never knew you. I went to church. Bishop prayed for me. Bishop did this. I had a good time in service. Oh, man. I, you know. No. You missed it our testimony. You overcome Satan, the lie, the scam, the, the cheating, the deception of Satan by the blood of the Lamb. Mm. The blood of Jesus is against you, Satan. Yes. And not just by the blood of the Lamb, and by the word of your testimony. 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 Mm -hmm. How do I know if your testimony is true? Because why? The Bible says because they love not their lives unto death. That means that their lives weren't the priority. It was living for Christ. Let me stop on that note right there. See, because we get lost sometimes. We get lost in what I want to say, what I want to do, what I want to make, because it's all I, I, I. See, when you when you don't love your life unto death, that means that things are going to come in your life. Let me just talk to you. Let me talk to somebody. Park your car. Stop. Pull over. And I'm, I'm just saying that in, a, in, a, in an allegorical, you know, uh, uh, symbolic sense. Uh, if, you, if you're driving, keep driving. <laughs> I ain't going to stop you from driving. I'm talking about, you know, mentally. Just stop thinking about everything else right now. 
Because we can get so caught up thinking about everything else and reacting to everything else that we forget about what we're supposed to do as Christians. Our priority is to die daily. Die daily. Die daily for myself, my greed, my pride. And they love not their lives unto death. I mean, they were willing to give up their life for Christ. Not just by the word, not just mouthing, not just speaking. I'm a Christian. I'm saved. I love the Lord. And I'm really, really walking as a disciple of Christ, a disciplined one. If you're not ready to give up your life for Christ, huh? then you're not an overcomer yet. But, but, but to have victory and to be an overcomer, your testimony has to attest to that. Number four, we're talking today about having the victory. What does victory, what does that mean? What does that, in this society, say? what does that look like as a Christian? It means having, knowing the redemptive work of Christ. It means uh, uh, having the knowledge of God's word and his promises. It means uh, 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 reflecting on our testimony. And number four, it means by our obedience of God's word. Obeying, obey. If you believe me, you'll ob obey my commandments. Come on. The Bible says the obedience shall eat the fruit of the, uh, uh, the uh, oh my God, um, of the land. If you're obedient, you shall eat the fruit of the land. Obedient. A prime example in in and uh, and uh, when God delivered Egypt, uh, the Israel out of Egypt. Think about this, man. He delivered, them, brought them out. But for four hundred years or so, guess what? They stayed wandering. Generations that died off, wandering in the wilderness because why? They weren't willing to be obedient. <laughs> But when God raised up Joshua, Jesus, he brought them out. And they went to the land of Canaan, into the land of promise. And so by our obedience of God's word, we have the victory. We're going to go through, yes, listen, we're going to, listen, I said this in the beginning, we're in a time of testing like never before. Every one of us. I, I don't know one person. I don't know one adult who is not going through a testing, right? I don't know one. Maybe there are some. I, I don't know everybody. I don't know a one percent of people. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I know one percent of one percent of one percent of people, because there's so many people in the world. But everyone that I know, in my circle, in my family, they're going through something, mentally, psychologically, fearfully. Every weekend, wondering if you're gonna wake up, uh, wake up and, um, um, uh, and 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 make it through this COVID. I think there's a bar over there too. Look over there. Yeah. Wonder if you're gonna make it through. A little cough. <coughs> Is that COVID? <laughs> oh my God, my throat's so. Can I still smell something? Okay, let me just check. Devil messing with you, playing with your head. Oh, I feel like I got a fever. No, you just been out in the sun too long. No, you just been on the cover too long. One day, I'm going to be for real with you. One day, I woke up, and I sleep with a cap on my head. That's just the way I do. That's me. And it looked a little funny, but I sleep with a cap on my head. It just protects my forehead. I don't know what it is with me, but for some reason, when I don't have a cap on my head, cold gets on my head, 
and I wake up, I'm all sinusy. It just messed me up. But I sleep with a cap on my head, right? So one day, they was messing with me. I woke up, felt a little warm. Took my little temperature gauge, put it on my forehead. It was like 99. The temperature was like 99. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Like 99.2. I'm like, oh, shoot. Man. Oh, there you go. Now, the devil, I woke up. He done turned the volume up. Ooh, you got COVID. Ooh, you better go get tested. Ooh, ooh, ooh. It's so loud. I can't hear. I got the victory. I can't hear. I'm just being real. Because I know some of you go through the same thing. I said, man. I said, oh, man, I got it. What's going on here? I think Pastor Andy had went to work. So it always happens when you're by yourself. You're alone. That's when the devil can work you over. Bang, 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 bang. Knock your, put your eyes out. I can't see. Bang, boom, can't hear the word, can't hear nothing. So I said, wait, okay, let me let me check my wrist. Deep. Check my wrist, it was 97 points. Check my other wrist, Deep. 97 points. I said, why the devil's alive? What is this? Why is it so high? Now uh, I'm taking my cap off. I waited for about another five minutes, check my temperature. Beep. It's about 97. Devil had me going for a minute, didn't he? Yes, he did. Why? Why was it 90? Because I had a cap on my head holding the heat, and that's where the heat was. Mm -hmm. Come on, church. Deception. Mm -hmm. Deceiver. Huh? He like to fool with us. And we laugh at that, but that's what he does. He fools with us, lies to us, deceives us. But when you're obedient to the word of God, you shall eat the fruit of the land. Number four, it says, we, we, we walk in victory by being obedient. Romans 6, verse 16 says, Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourself servants to obey. His servants ye are to whom ye obey. If I yield my servants to God, guess what? I'm going to obey God. If, I'm, if I yield my, 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 myself to God, I'm going to obey God. Okay? But rather of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. So whoever I yield my, myself to, the devil, mm -hmm. his loud voice, always understand. Listen, listen. I'm almost done. Satan has a loud voice. Mm -hmm. I mean, ah. I think in the book of Isaiah, or Exodus, it says, um, in the end time, when God began to expose Satan, we're going to say, is that that little thing over there that made all that noise, that made the nations fall? That little, remember, Satan, Lucifer, is a created being. He has some authority, and he has power, but he don't have God's power. He don't have all power. He don't have all authority. He don't have all wisdom, all knowledge. He don't have all authority. He don't. He have some, but nothing compared to God. He's a created being. So, who, if you oh, if you yield your members to God, guess what? You can walk in victory. But if you yield it to Satan, who's full of lies, full of fear, full of intimidation, bullies are bullies. Mm -hmm. Come on, then guess who? That's who you're gonna serve. And the one who you serve, guess what? You react just like them. I'm going to fight you. I'm going to shoot you. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to hurt you. I'm going to lie on you. 
I'm gonna do this like you did me. That's what that's what see, that's what Satan wants us to do. But if you yield your members to God, to God, guess what? He will be glorified. And he will visit you in your affliction. Mm. We all gonna go, listen, I'm almost closing. We all gonna go through something. And we are going through something now, but we're gonna go through some things in life that you, all you can do is shake your head at. Mm. That's just the way it is. And number five, to really get the victory, we gotta know that we're gonna be tested. The mm. testing of mm -hmm. our faith. Mm -hmm. Do you really trust God? Do you really trust God? Mm. First John 5, 4, we just read it, I'm reading it again. For whosoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. You got faith, you got the victory, but guess what? You got to be tested. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many times I failed the test, but by the grace of God, I am that I am. You're going to fail the test. We all failed the test. None of us are. Oh, I will never fail that test. Come on, God, send it to me. No, I ain't asking God to send me no test. Any test, Lord, I know. No, no, please. Because he's going to send it anyway. It's going to come. Test must come to see if you're really who you are as a child of God. To see if you really love God. To see if you really show mercy. To see if you really show grace. To see if you really speak the love of God, the grace of God. To see if you really, really walk in the power and authority of God. See if you really walk in forgiveness. Some of us may have failed that test a couple of times. And what God is saying, I'm working on you. Mm -hmm. First Peter uh, 1, 7, I'm coming to a close. It says that the trials of your faith hmm. being much more precious than gold that perish. Though it be tried with fire. You're going to be tried in the fire. You're going to have fiery situations. People are going to say something to you. People are going to do things to you. And you ain't going to have to, you're not even going to say, I'll cuss you out. You're just going to start cussing them out. I've been there. I've been there. And I pray every day, Lord, keep me humble. Lord, keep me at the foot of the cross. Times people push a button. Everyone has a button. They push that button and you go off. And then afterwards, you calm down, walk away for a minute, and you say, oh, God, did I just say that? <laughs> Too late. You already said it. But then you go to God and say, Lord, forgive me. I'm so sorry. You don't continue in sin that God's grace can abound. The Bible says don't continue in sin. Don't continue doing that. And say, God, well, you forgive me once, and you forgive me twice, but forgive me this third time. Uh -uh. I know how we talk. Well, Lord God, you just got to forgive me. I got to punch them in the face. Lord, just forgive me. I got to cuss them out. Lord, forget. No, 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 no. We don't continue in saying that God's grace may abound. No. God forbid. I think Paul, he said, God forbid. God wouldn't want that at all. But it says, though we be tried in fire, that results is that, that we may be found under praise and honor and glory. Praise, <coughs> honor, and glory. At the what? At the appearance <clears throat> of Jesus Christ. So the real victory comes through what? Number one, redemptive work of Christ. Number two, having the knowledge of who Jesus Christ really is. Number three, by our testimonies. Number four, by our obedience 
uh, uh, of God's word. And number five, by what? Going through the trials and the test of life. We're going to go through something. You can remove that right now, Laisha. Thank you so much. Amen. For the, for the notes. We're going to go through the test of life. The test. The Bible says judgment shall begin at the house of God. Now, it begins at the house of God, and it also begins with the people of God. Because they ain't going to begin because you, God going to make the chairs fall down in the building. and No, it ain't, it, that's not the judgment. The, the, the judgment comes upon the first the people of God when they're not doing what God calls them to do. And then it spreads abroad to our community, spreads abroad to our families, spreads abroad to our neighborhoods. When you don't do the will of God, saints, God then comes to deal with us. Mm -hmm. So we got to get ourselves right with God and walk in the victory through God's word. Know what God's word says about you, says for you, says what it will do for you. Know what God's word says that it will do through you. The Bible says no weapon formed against you shall prosper. No weapon. No weapon. My mother used to teach us by example. People used to send my mother letters in the mail with witchcraft. That's why you gotta be careful what you open. Let me I, I look, I'm not being superstitious. I'm 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 learning what my mother, I've seen it myself in witnesses. She said, don't touch every, be careful what you touch in the mail, what you open. And I've seen times my mother touched the mail and her hand burned the letter. And then my sister touched it and her hand burned. I was I know what that is. That's old school, see? My mother took that letter and she turned the fire on. And she put that letter right on the top of the stove and the flame consumed that letter and burnt it up. She took the ashes and put it in a tray or whatever and threw it out. We were living in the projects. We would throw it out in the, in the, in the uh, we had an incinerator. We throw it out in the incinerator. Um, that's why I said, don't touch everything. Don't touch every letter. I, I don't touch every letter. I don't open every letter. You know, we get letters that open up inside. You know, uh, we got this thing. You ain't got nothing for me but the devil. So I'm not saying being proud of I'm saying be careful. Have a discernment. God's promises are yea and amen to them that believe. And I'm walking on God's promises because he said he would never, he would never, 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 never leave us or forsake us, those who will believe. He, he'd never leave us or forsake Because why? We have the victory. I have the victory. Hallelujah. We have the victory. We have the victory. Hallelujah. Every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that he is Lord. He is Lord. Every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that he is Lord. That Jesus is Lord. Walk in victory, church. I pray that the word of God bless you today. Those of you out there you're not walking in victory. You don't know Jesus. And you're lost. You're empty. And you want Christ to come into your heart. I want to pray with you. That you will, without a shadow of a doubt, when we close this program tonight, this afternoon, you will know that Christ lives in you. And that you have the victory. That you have, you, you got the victory. Pray this prayer with me.
You want the victory? The victory is in the love of Jesus Christ. You want the love of Jesus Christ? Close your eyes, bow your head, and say, Lord God, I come to you. I am a sinner. I am lost. Without your unmerited favor, without your grace, without your love. But I need you right now. I need your mercy. I need your grace. I need your forgiveness. I'm sorry for my sins. And I want you to forgive me. Come into my heart. And I'll live for you. The balance of my days. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father, I pray a special prayer over everyone. God who made that prayer, made that commitment. God, thank you for putting the joy of Christ back in their heart, oh God, in their soul, in their spirit. Thank you for putting it in there, oh God, filling them with your love, filling them with your grace. Thank you for your ever-extended mercies in their life. God, I pray that they will grow in the Lord in the power of your might. That they'll get to a church, get to a ministry, oh God, that's teaching and ministering the word of God, oh God, that's teaching them how to grow the process of spiritual maturity, teaching them how to be men and women of God. Help us today, oh God, and we'll give you the glory. We'll honor you. In your precious name we pray, in Jesus' name. And Lord God, while I'm praying, I'm praying for families, oh God, the Perry family, the Dixon family, all those special prayer requests, God, that you'll meet them, oh God, uh, on Etna. Thank you, thank you, thank you for good reports, oh God, for uh, our son, oh God, and his children and his situation. God, no weapon formed against thee is going to prosper. So we come against Satan. We come against your applause, yes. flaws, Jesus. tricks, scams, Jesus. spam, Jesus. deception, yes. lies, yes. cheating. We come against you in the name of Jesus. Jesus. For this is the victory that overcometh the world, Jesus. even our faith. And God, we stand on your faith, your faith, the faith that you've given us in our heart. Yes. Touch each and every hero, oh God. Meet their needs right now. Those who got needs out for Monday. Yes, Thank Lord. you in advance. Yes, Thanks Lord. be unto God already, already for giving them the victory, oh God, yes, over every circumstance, yes, every yes, circumstance, Lord. no matter how it looks. Yes. Come on, people. No matter how it looks, hmm. we're praying that God will touch your life, touch yes. your mind, touch your soul, touch your spirit, yes. that you will walk in the victory, walk in the power, walk in the might of God, yes. walk knowing that greater is he that is in you, yes. he that is in the world. God is able to do exceedingly abundant above all that we can ask or think. Thank you, oh God, for the victory even in Laisha, passing the test. Oh God, eating habits, oh God, thank you. Brother Kenneth, oh God, special prayer request for him, his family, his friends, loved ones. Mm -hmm. Touch them all in a special way. Give you the glory. Sister Jennifer, that shoulder. Oh God, you're able. You are able. God, you are able. God, to heal her. Now touch my shoulder and proxy for her. God, Bring healing to that body. Healing to that body. In Jesus' name we thank you. Amen. 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 Walk in victory, church. Walk in the love of God. Know that it is he that has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and what? The sheep man, of his pasture. We belong to God. I belong to God. No, there's a song that says, I belong to God. I belong to God. 
I belong to God. Say it to yourself, I belong to God. I belong to God. I belong to God. I'm his child. I'm his servant. And we give him the glory. Thank you for joining us. Those on Facebook, we bless you. We pray that you'll, uh, don't forget to join us again on, on Wednesday, our Bible studies at 730. Uh, Elijah, if you can put up on that screen again, uh, the different ways, if you'd like to be a blessing to this ministry, please go to our website, A-G-A-T Church, right on your left side, underneath Abundant Grace and Truth Church is our website, uh, www.agatchurch.org. Uh, on the right is a listing of our services. But if you go to our website, it'll give you all the information. Also, ways to give, cash app, dollar sign, A-G-A-T Church, uh, through cash app, or if you want to mail something into our site, uh, our address is there. But go to our website, A-G-A-T Church, get all the information about our church information, and uh, you will be blessed of the Lord. Listen, I'm going to end here. Those on Facebook, we love you. And until we meet again, listen, walk in the grace of God. Walk in the love of God. I love you. We love you. But most of all, God loves you. And he will do everything that he will do, amen, to keep you in his love and in his grace. On Facebook, until we meet again, be blessed and always be a blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.